0: champagne soccer the squad is back episode two what it deuce. appreciate all the love and support on the first episode we on spotify we on apple we are everywhere they might have us in mars bro. i don't know might be looking at telescope what's good with y'all though
1: not much uh, i was i've been checking uh nasa twitter um i think i did see that it was uh pinging our podcast in the space And we may get some some pings back, man. Who knows? Hey, you never know. Live showing Jupiter coming soon. Hey,
2: We global.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Intergalactic.
0: What's Uh, going on, fellas? I was good. You from, man? Congrats. Midget Mac finally showed up. I heard it took him a long time to walk because of his short legs to walk to Manchester. So
3: I'm glad he he made it safely. Better leave my man alone, man. Let, 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 let him get some games on this belt first before we start getting on him. Uh, I'm just saying, I think he's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he will be all right. Trust. I think we're going to be fine.
2: His reveal right. is way better than whatever Chelsea is doing.
3: Oh, Chelsea's... Uh, man. Chelsea's like we hit green screens, y'all.
1: <laughs> y'all yeah, know who's had the best reveal so far? No, nah, sorry.
3: No, nah, oh, oh, oh. it's
1: <laughs> my man. Paolo Dybala. Yeah, the guy over His in own. Roma, Yeah. He was like in some Coliseum or something with the whole city out. It's, mm-hmm. it's like it's, it's like the Pope just got unveiled. Real talk. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice nah, nice. I'm actually yeah, happy. Some of
3: these teams do a really good job. They're really creative with their uh with their rollouts. So I know I know back in the day, Cristiano Ronaldo came out to like a sold-out Barnabello and that was like wild to see so yeah. like thousands fans just sitting there screaming for him. So stuff like that but yeah some of them are pretty creative though um for sure i don't know what's up with chelsea though.
0: it's in the budget man we'll get down we'll get to them in a few minutes but before we start let's talk about you know one of us on the pod they play for a team and we've talked about them on the last Dan. two left feet if you if you don't know anthony left back right back midfielder wherever you need him he's ready to play and he's got some breaking news for us let us know anthony
1: man thank you for everybody who's been following us throughout the season got some good news we in the playoffs man that's all Uh i have to say yeah top four secured yeah top four hey basically top four teams made to the playoffs we are third place, so hey, I mean, if you, if you know with a feeling, if we was playing for promotion, we up, you know what I mean. So <laughs> it's a beauty. So yeah, we just waiting to finish, hoping to finish the season strong, and it's uh, just fun, man. You know, it's fun being out there, just being active. That's all. So I yeah, can't wait. I hope I hope to see you on the sideline. We need your coaching uh, strategy. Oh
0: yeah, I'm gonna be there for sure. Shout out to Afcon. My cousin was on that team. They fourth place. They yes, about to play yeah. the best team. They scored 33 goals in seven matches, y'all. They average almost five goals a game. It's, it's hot. Chelsea yeah, FC. Man. Unlike Chelsea. the real Chelsea, these guys score goals. Yeah.
1: though. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Whoa. <laughs> hey man, it's, it's true. They it's actually put point. And
0: if you guys have been following the podcast on the whistleblower episode of the last Dan, Jeff, you know, the star striker of two left feet. He, he let it be known that he told on a team that had an illegal player and that's how they got a win. And now they have to play that team. Uh, they have to play the goalies team again, and they played them near the end of the season. They lost two one. Can y'all get revenge, Anthony? How do you feel about that?
1: I think we can. You know how some teams need that one loss before going into the playoffs to uh, knock some sense into their head or get, knock, the, knock them off their high horse. You know what I mean? That was a loss that that did it for us because we needed to win two out of our last three. Um, that 2-1 loss was a catalyst for us to win our last game and get us the three points to get into the playoffs. So now I think we uh, we're on a high. The team bonded. Like on some Disney movie shit, we uh, got our jerseys the last game. So it was like, wow, you know, we're a team now, guys. You know, it's the power of camaraderie. And uh, shit worked, man. You know what I mean? Uh, We're the cardiac kids. We started off down 1-0 again and then run off three goals unanswered. So 3-1, you know what I mean? And put us up on goal difference to get third place. So it was tight. Hey, that's what's so we'll up, man. We're playing the amigos. So they're, they're tough. They got a nice striker, nice team camaraderie. Their goalie, who you pointed out, who uh, we whistle blew and got out the game. The <laughs> next game that they beat us, he actually pointed it out. He was like, hey, y'all going to call me out this time? But it was actually he was on his normal team. So he has a grudge. He remembers. So it's going to be hot. Yeah, it's going to be a hot match. Congrats, man. We'll see.
0: Hey, hey. speaking of jerseys, Maldini and Zaghi. Baresi,
3: Summerbee, B, Batch,
0: Bell, the AC Milan Man City jerseys. What's going on with that? Talking about jerseys. Y'all really made a promo saying y'all really made a promo saying, hey, we've been wanting to be these niggas for over 60 years and we still try to do it. We just try to get that hey, shit easily.
1: Uh, can I try to play the, the, the clip of the names and see if y'all can hear it real quick? Just, yeah, so, go just ahead. so people can see how nasty it is. Let's see if y'all can hear it. Did y'all hear that? Oh, oh Nah, it nah, sounded like nah. the Matrix. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, cool. Never mind. Yeah. Well, Nesta, Maldini, and Zagi Ayo, hey, let's start with this. Sorry, Champagne Pod. Everybody listening. City supporters, fans, whatever y'all want to call yourselves. I'm new to this, but I'm true to the sports thing. It's in my blood. I'm a competitor. No team should ever be proud to emulate another team. Player to player, it's okay. We understand it like, wow, I idolize this game. I watch this film and so I study that. But club-wise, team-wise from sport to sport, it's nasty. So for you need to say, yeah, you know, our, our weight jerseys are inspired by AC Milan and, and then throw out legendary names. It's like saying, hey, I'm ordering champagne.
3: Don't give me Sprite.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, no. Sprite. You know teams going to give it to y'all, especially teams that they, that they can beat you guys, like, like you know, Liverpool, teams like that, Tottenham sometimes, but yeah. they pull it out their ass. Yeah. they're gonna give it to you when y'all get there with them a wager if you have to wear them a as a certain yeah, thing yeah
1: like who we think we are why do we why do we do that it's not champagne that's that's it's it's cool man I don't even know they should have just did red and black if they wanted to and just not said no ac Milan connection it's 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 i don't know it it just shows little brother vibes you know what I'm saying it's just we're watch it watch yet. it
2: have the same effect like, like uh like the Real Madrid black jerseys. And they mm. retired them very quickly.
1: Okay. Mm. How'd that go? Yeah, yeah,
0: you remember it was their birthday and uh yeah, it was a funeral. Yeah, you don't remember it was like a four nil?
2: Yeah, it was four yeah, nil that was the it? that was
0: the Boston, yeah. right? Yeah had had Barcelona styling on them.
1: <laughs> it was a one and done.
0: Yeah, it was an anniversary kit. They wanted to wear all black for their birthday and got cooked
1: Oh yeah, nah. Yeah, see? Yeah, we're, we're gonna switch it up real quick. Um it's, it's nasty because last year you pointed out our white jerseys were uh, a real madrid knockoff and I tried to fight it and it just seems like our Puma our Puma sponsorship is just rocking with knocking people off.
3: So that's- <laughs> white ones from last year, though. It wasn't. Uh, which
0: one though? Because they had fake Real Madrid jerseys too. Remember that?
3: I kind of like the uh the white the white ones with the um they had like the funky, you know, little funky stuff on it. The um I can't remember how say how to say it right. I don't know how to say it right, but you know what I mean. It had that little design on them, pretty funky on it.
1: Yeah, the squiggly lines. You know, it was made by elementary school child. <laughs> uh yeah we had um we had some with uh yeah it was like a ceramic tile not ceramic it was like some sort of mosaic tile and style i think two years ago um but then last year the white ones had like a crayola coloring with the white
3: yeah was that was okay,
1: the so I know yeah nah but this this year it's nasty i'm sorry um <laughs> and still uh okay so sticking with our team and, uh not jerseys but a new number cancelo you know he got number seven man um i think he's one of the most jiggiest players on our squad he's a he's a champagne king you know what i'm saying like he he's dishing it out uh uh so i, I don't mind the number seven and and then i saw a video <laughs> you know everybody got a reason for something uh it's his mom's favorite number so that's how he's explaining it so, take oh, it how you uh,
0: hey, hey, mom, you know what your favorite number should be right now? Whoa, number number, number three. All right, he's a left back right now, mom. I'm sorry, oh, you, man. Didn't make, you didn't make didn't make didn't make a final third, brother. You made a backline baller that can produce in the final third. I'm sorry, mom. They really gonna prize though,
3: if he came up yeah. to the t- uh, to the uh, last third though.
0: i don't know i mean sometimes just getting a number is simple though because i remember when uh emil smith rowe got number 10 for arsenal that was a big deal and people were wondering why he was chosen and he just said hey i asked for it and they said (laughs) i so sometimes hey it's not no deep meaning into why a player gets a certain number sometimes they just gotta want it like the same thing with uh, Eddie Nketiah. He was the one that requested number 14. So, you know, they gave it to him. So, hey, we'll see how it goes. But let's talk about some action that's been happening on the pitch. You know, the regular season starts next Friday, August 5th. Arsenal, Crystal Palace. And we're watching the last friendly games coming up. Uh, Marcus, when do y'all play City? anthony you can answer too if you know when do y'all play each other in the
2: community shield i think it's august 30 i mean not august 30th the 30th of july right
0: oh okay so yeah so basically sunday right or saturday let me, let
2: me check let me double check mm, yeah saturday july 30th oh,
0: yeah saturday all right so yep we hey, we around Ooh. the corner so Final preparations are going on. I don't know if y'all got to see some of a uh, Real Madrid's match against Club America, but the game before the El Clasico in Nevada, <laughs> uh, Rudiger was playing left back. And, you know, the manager Carlo Ancelotti stated that he loved the bond that Alaba built with Edder Miltow. So Rudiger might play more left back, but if, you know, if he struggles, then, him and Alaba could swap out. But how do y'all feel about that? How do y'all feel about Ancelotti saying that I'm willing to play uh, center back out of position because I like my center back parent that won me the double last
3: year? I think uh, it's risky. I'm sorry, Marcus, but yeah, I, I think it's risky, man, because, you know, Alaba, at least you know that's somewhere he can play. I... I'm, trying to look and see it out before we came on to see how many times Rudiger played left back and I can't find anything. Um, yeah, like he would play
0: uh, left center back in Chelsea's sure. back three, but yeah, not in a back four. Like he has Correct. experience playing right back, but yeah, not left I mean, back really.
3: You didn't bother him to be a left back. You bought him to be a center back. So that's my thing as well. Like, you know uh, that Alaba is versatile. He can play in a couple of different positions. So to me, I'm thinking I'm playing Alaba left back Rudiger in center back, one of the two center back positions. You got a solid uh, Militao, obviously, with the other center back. So I think I think you'd be fine there, but I don't know. I think it's risky.
0: Yeah, for sure. What about you, Marcus? How you feel about it?
3: I mean, uh,
2: you know, first off, I got to say, this is coming from an op perspective because it's uh, I'm not <laughs> fucking with real, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but I'll be honest with you. Uh, seeing Rudiger play play in the premier league i think that he'll be a better fit and alaba plays left back for country right like for Austria. uh yeah
0: yeah he plays left back and even sometimes in the midfield for austria
2: so it's like in my opinion i would rather him play left back because he's creative as fuck he got a yeah. good passing range and you got and let rudiger eat at center back and then come give you them them free kick goals like he was doing at chelsea He's going to yeah. give you that same hunger, that same desire that, that you're getting from Alaba. It's, it don't make no sense to me because you're about to have a moderate position. I mean, I don't know how uh, La Liga is <clears throat> on the speed-wise with the wingers, but still, you trying to have a six-foot dude out there getting stretched? That's, that sounds stupid. <laughs> I mean, I think that's going to be a quick swap. Yeah,
0: how about you, Anthony? How you feel about it?
1: Uh, honestly, I um I actually like it. I like what Ancelotti's doing. That... Uh, it almost shows he has faith either way. He's flexible. Damn me. We've watched the documentary about Ancelotti and how flexible he is of uh, adapting to his team and the skill he has. And that's what makes him a great uh, manager. So I feel like this tactic, it it doesn't shake up what you have because it won you the double. And I'm speaking from the perspective of somebody who watched him look straight when they were down, like, Two, three aggregate and beat us. You know, what I'm saying with the same facial expression because he knew his tactics was gonna work. His team was gonna figure it out. So that faith in his team, I believe, um, he's showing that with the, his back. Parent, y'all did it. Y'all did the job for me once. I bring somebody new in. You know the business, but I'm not gonna shake all up until I need to shake y'all up. Let's see how he fits in over here. If he don't, bet I ain't gonna be mad at him. Then let's try, we gonna then we're gonna shake stuff up. So, I like, I like the option. I like how the coach is working on what he gets first and then letting Rudiger – because I believe in Rudiger. I think he's a baller for real. I actually like him. Yeah, I think he's, he's nice. Usher. Yeah, I think – I feel like he – even if he can't do it or it's a struggle, the opportunity to take on that challenge is like, bet, I'm over here in Real Madrid. That's tight. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll, I'll do that until, you know what I'm saying, I, I move over to a center back, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. So, I don't know. I like that. I like the – not certified, saying like, well, we got to, we have a battle going on at center backs. So.
0: Yeah. And I, I, I feel like um, Ancelotti is a great manager of men. We've, we all seen that. Uh, I feel like he understands that to try to compete in uh, what they're going to be in what at least five, six competitions this year, maybe seven. So they have to, keep everybody active. Everybody has to feel a part of the team because that team, it's expanding. And how I look at it is that I think he's trying to make Edder Militao comfortable because if it was me, I would say, Edder, hey, you had a good season, but sit down. Rudiger and Alaba is my center back pairing. Ferland Mendy at left back and then Carvajal at right back. But he understands, hey, Mendy gets hurt a lot, and as we know, as teams start to get more focused on possession, having a left-footed center back is important and build-up play, having a technical player. Look at United. They just did their thing for Lissandro Martinez. Even City, look, they didn't let Akeem go because Pat convinced him to stay. Like, having a left-footed center back and build-up play for possession-dominant teams is important so i think he's saying hey alibi like marcus said hey he's one of the most versatile players he can play him anywhere he could play him left back center back dm centrally and he can do a job so alibi isn't the problem you know he's a certified starter but Militao, he's the guy that you might have to massage his ego because we all know <laughs> nacho is not supposed to be on the pitch as much this year but if you're able I'm to sorry. have Yeah, so if you're (laughs) able to manage that three, because it's like, you know, Pep does the same thing with uh, Ruben Diaz, Laporta, Stones, trying to manage those guys. Arteta has has to do it this year with Saliba, Ben White, Gabriel. It is hard to try to keep all your center backs happy, but I think this is a good compromise in the beginning. But yeah, when the season starts, I don't think we're going to see Rudiger big asset
3: left back. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I guess I can see where y'all coming from with that. Yeah. As far as like trying to develop him to be something that can be relied on down the line, you know, if, if somebody gets hurt or, you know, those, all those uh, competitions that they're going to be in this year. So I see what you're saying. I, I think I'd have more hope Anthony, if he was like a little bit younger, he's, he's like 29. I think now, I think he's like, yeah, old, he turns 30. Already.
0: Yeah. He turns 30 in but March.
3: That's, maybe that's it. Maybe cause I, I feel like he might be stuck in how he already plays, but at the end of the day, you know, you might be right though. It might, maybe it'll come back and be uh, beneficial to them in the long run uh, if it's something that they need, uh, you know, so I don't know. That's, that's interesting.
1: Yeah. I mean, it simply may just be um, Ancelotti letting Rudiger know I'm expecting. A lot of you you know what I'm saying like yeah. I need I need a lot from you and yeah you may not play left back but just be ready I may have to throw you in there you know what I'm saying like so yeah I don't know I feel like it's more the manager man aspect just leaving everything open so I like it and it, yeah. it may still be a center back battle you know what I'm saying <laughs> like yeah but it's just I don't have to tell you all that I don't have to tell the media that but they know, you know what I'm saying yeah the players know so yeah for sure because
0: even like and uh, our Texas, case we all know Saliba one young player of the year in France he's been highly touted for a long time never gotten a fair shake but hey maybe it's going to work out in the end because it looks like in preseason Tamiasu our normal right back is hurt so Ben White's been playing right back and that's allowed Gabrielle and Saliba to build some chemistry together and in the last Preseason game that was televised publicly because they lost two one to Brentford today behind the behind closed doors. But in that four 0 smashing of Chelsea, those are the only two players that played the full ninety. So I think Arteta is trying to get them to be able to play together and let's transition into that game because I don't really care about friendlies too much. It is a nice way to see. Hey, the team looks like they're building camaraderie. Like in United's case, you can see, all right, Ten Hag's philosophy is starting to grow. And Liverpool's situation and City, they're incorporating a special young striker into already explosive attack. So it's fun to see those things. And Thomas Tuchel, did y'all see his press conference? Because I just want to read y'all some of his quotes, man. He said... um,
1: Go ahead and read
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. he said, (laughs) we were simply not competitive. The worrying part is that the high level of commitment physically and mentally for this match was far higher for Arsenal than for us. It was not our strongest lineup. This is a a part of an explanation, but only a little part. I cannot guarantee that we will be ready in two weeks. He don't know what's going on, y'all. And then this was the kicker. I don't know if I ever lost a match in preseason 4-0. I cannot remember not winning two preseason matches in a row. I am superstitious, but not in a way where I say a bad preseason has to mean a bad season. He shook, y'all. He never lost 4-0 in preseason. Oh, and we saw part of that.
1: Now go ahead. The last out. part of that was still the quote. Yeah. That's crazy. I thought you were freestyling that. He <laughs> sounds scary. Hey, yo, hey, he that's his,
3: crazy. And hey, he's throwing his players all the way under the bus right now, like all the way.
0: Yeah, i never
3: over everything. At
0: mines, <laughs> at mines, at mines, I never lost four 0 At Dortmund, PSG. Of course <laughs> he now. said,
1: "I never." I'm not superstitious. <laughs> oh shit. Um. Yeah, man. Uh. I'll be. I'll be scared if my manager was saying that. Even, even as a player, knowing like. It's just shaky, you know, uh, we're going to get in the groove. We're not there yet. It's preseason, whatever. But you're already saying that shit? That's crazy. Nah, uh, I can't have that. Um, I feel sorry for Chelsea fans,
3: man. predicting a bad season, y'all. My yeah. man said a bad season. <laughs> Check on your <laughs> Chelsea
1: friends. It's
3: crazy. You
1: ain't lying. Hey, uh, hey.
2: First, first off, my stance on that game, uh, Thomas Tuchel need to stop recording himself uh, playing ping pong. Oh. With the with the team and focus on the goddamn <laughs> tactics. But yet again, I feel like that game showed that uh oh boy, they ain't got no striker this year. They they running with the midgets in this in the middle. <laughs> and it like the Raheem Sterling move don't make sense if you're gonna run the same tactics, like you still got a midget in the middle. I mean, but I did like Arsenal. Shoot, y'all had the American debut. What y'all oh, gonna do with yeah. it?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, he's gonna sit down. <laughs> he's good i don't know uh, hey. <laughs> but, uh, hey but all right so how do y'all how do y'all feel about because like marcus said the striker has options they're all little but what about armando brocia he had a good season last year on loan he's 20 years old they did teams wanted to buy him they didn't want to let him go he's 6-3 he already starts for his national team in albania why
2: not give him more of a chance? That could be an option. They better do something because they' about to sell Timo, right? They no to that's Timo. the rumor.
3: I'm glad you brought that yeah. up, Marcus. I don't understand his his their love for Timo Werner. I, I don't get it. What is I don't I haven't seen anything he's done in the Premier League to make me want to continue starting him every weekend and week out. I, I don't get it. I, I didn't understand how they. You know Lukaku wasn't able to start, and Timo Werner was able to start over top of him. Maybe he was in training or something we just don't know about. But man, I, I don't get that love for him. I don't.
0: Uh, he gets in the right positions. He just doesn't hit it a uh, hey, bit. <laughs> I don't know that he is. has a good work rate.
2: Is there a Yelps in uh cool. in soccer? Because he might have it. Because when he came to the <laughs> Premier League, that boy cannot get double digits. Did he get double digits last year? Oh, you mean in huh. the whole, all competitions
0: or just in the Premier League? No, 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 no. You know we talk about Premier League. All day, all day. <laughs> so, so in the 21 a award? League,
3: Marcus, a hey, Marcus, he had four goals in 21 matches last year in the Premier League. He had four goals, and now he did better in the in the, in the Champions League. He had four goals in five matches. Uh-huh. Uh, and everything else, he had one goal in every other club, club competition he had last year, and that was the EFL Cup. And they played four matches in that. So, um, in total, he had nine goals last year across all competitions. So now <laughs> I'm not buying it. I'm sorry. I can't show that brother the door. So
0: and, and, why, why do you think he was allowed to stay? Lukaku had to did.
3: Uh, maybe the Deutschland uh, connection. I don't know.
2: Yeah, yeah. because or there's more per- of the market for for, uh, for Lukaku than it is for Timo. Think about it. Timo, supposedly the rumor is, he got beef with Thomas. If you don't have beef with Thomas for a while you and nobody bought you, don't nobody want you.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, like with Lukaku's situation, it was a one-team market. He only wanted to go to Inter, so they facilitated it. And Timo Werner's situation, I remember hearing stories about Chelsea trying to link uh, trying to put him in a swap deal for delict but obviously that didn't work out as Delict went to Bayern. But I don't know. I think teams would be interested in Timo Werner, but it as depends on... Yeah, it depends. I don't know, because if he plays in a front two, if he plays for a coach that can put him in a front two, I think he can work. But it's yeah. tough. Maybe. Because... I think him and Lukaku could have been a good partnership or him and Havertz, but for some reason, you know, Tuchel wasn't ready to adapt his tactics to fit Lukaku and it didn't work out. But what do you think about Koundé going to Barcelona, the latest guy to snub Chelsea for Barcelona before Rafinha, Dembele? How do you feel about that? What do you think about Players deciding to go to a team in debt that can't even register them over Chelsea,
3: they must have something on them. I mean, I don't know, that's crazy. Uh, I don't get how, how Barcelona's able to draw these players and they're still drawing in and they still haven't sold the players that they supposedly need to sell to you know register them for La Liga, apparently. So, from what I'm reading, yeah. Marcus, how you
2: to, feel? I'm I'm starting to question what this man getting his money from because uh he must <laughs> be promising something like the PSG owner. These folks just turning their back. We got uh we got Lewandowski out here not getting his his proper number. Like <laughs> we got a whole brand, bro. What you got going on? Just taking what do you got nine now? I mean twelve yeah. now?
0: Hey Yeah, shout out to number twelve. It's a history behind that. You know his. The people that he modeled his game after were Henri, who used to wear number 12 a lot in his career, especially at Monaco. He started wearing like from 28 to 13 to 12. And, you know, for the national team, Henri wore 12. And Marco Van Basten for the national team wore 12. And those are Lewandowski's heroes. So I think that's why he's wearing 12 right now. So, I mean... It's a cool story behind it, but yeah, you know he
2: we all know he wants that number nine. Also, but how you feel about it? Oh, go ahead. I was about to say also it's the end of the the Chelsea and what's the old boy name, Kounde uh, saga because that that boy been linked with them about four or five years, ain't
0: he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something like, yeah, he decided to go to Barcelona. Good luck to him because they got a log, a over at center backs, and TT is still there uh pk you know he took a pay cut so he's still there uh eric garcia i think he's under surveillance i know anthony's happy he got rid of that sale
1: yeah man honestly uh i got something to i got a bone to pick with barcelona i don't care about none of that y'all talking i need to holler at the accountant and and city needs to get in contact with him so we can put up the same funny money they're putting up for their bids and players so we can add that to our Cucurella bid and we can get that that done. Because I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know how they're buying players and moving like this. So.
2: Y'all hey already man. flipping funny money.
1: Hey man, no, see, we can't do that no more. You know what I mean? We're got we we're literally seeing people, a team steal from everybody and, and, and buy players. It's crazy. No, like, yeah, <laughs> our, our oil money is long. It's not funny. Barcelona got funny money. You know what I'm saying that's that's something different.
0: Yeah, they're moving with IOUs and coupons to buy <laughs> players. I don't know how they're doing it. It's crazy though, because they talk about they have economic levers to pull, like they keep selling TV rights, media rights. I don't know what the next lever is. The fans agree to put more money into uh trust that they're building. So I don't know what the next economic lever is. The re- reality is. They have to sell players. Will Ephraim's club finally be able to figure out a plan to get Frankie de Jong his money from Barcelona and then let him go to United or what? We don't know because that's another thing too. De Jong is their big saga now. Uh, Memphis Depay, they're trying to make him leave. They're trying to get Pijanic to go. They're trying to get, like I mentioned earlier, MTT. Sergino Des, the U.S. international, he said, I'm not leaving, and Xavi agreed, but with uh, De Jong, they're saying, hey, we would like to keep them, but hey, we got to sell players, financial fair play. So it's tricky, because right now they can't register, like Ephraim was mentioning it in the chat earlier, that they can't register Rafinha and Lewandowski right now, they have to sell players first. So, how do you feel this is going to work out for uh, De Jong, Ephraim?
3: Well, it's funny because I'm hearing rumors that uh, that he, if, even if he did leave Barcelona, he would only want to go to Chelsea. Funny, Chelsea's coming back into this conversation, but um, <laughs> but uh, you know, I don't know. So I don't know what to believe about that. I'm, I'm, I think I've told you this a while ago that I'm kind of ready to move on. I'm ready for another midfielder to be talked about. So, you know, you. you know, you or, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, so I, I don't know. It, somebody else it, it's, it's getting old. It's, it's getting tiring. We already got our other three signings in right now. I think we should just look for somebody that's uh, a lot less of a headache right now. And I don't know. I, I think he wants to move on, but I think he wants his money. I, I think that's what this is really about. Same thing with like Dest and, and some of the other ones that say that they want to stay at Barcelona. They want that money. Um, which I don't blame them for. So.
0: Yeah, they they sign a contract. I have to honor my half. You do too. Can't be giving me uh, bad checks. And then you wonder why Barca players be having tax issues too. Because the money is, cook- is sketchy from the beginning. You see Neymar, y'all saw the uh, Neymar is back in court. Neymar, Barca, Santos, all this still over this transfer. That happened
2: almost. Let's talk about <laughs> Neymar <laughs> here diving in a preseason game. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> boy. That's his lifestyle, man. He can't help it. He, yeah, it's preseason. You got to get ready for everything, including flopping. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's got to get it in.
3: Well, he's been out to try to come to the Premier League.
0: He's not. He, they, nobody could afford him that one. The only team that could afford him is City and Newcastle. They don't want him. He's stuck. And this is the thing that's happening. You know why the same teams are going for the same players? Because only a certain amount of teams can afford the wages and the transfer fees. This is the Super League. You did, You guys didn't want the Super League. It's still going to happen. Why do you think only Barca, City, City? Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool can buy certain players. Hey, this is the Super League coming to life. So, hey, that's why. Like, there's a reason why if you look at the history between Arsenal and City, we haven't bought a player from a City in a long time, over a decade almost. And we bought two this window. Why? Because, hey, where else can they go? Who else can afford the wages? And they have a coach that they have a relationship with, who convinced them on the project. So that's gonna be the wave moving forward. You're gonna see ops selling to each other. (laughs) But I don't know, man. I think moving forward, Barcelona, they have to figure it out. But Chelsea, I hope they die. I need that club to disappear, man. I need them to go to dust, okay? That is my dream. There will be nothing more that makes me happy than for them to perish from the earth. Well,
3: hey, if old well, boy keep playing FIFA, he will. <laughs> He's fine. and especially with his lack of uh, center backs, I don't even know who his starting center backs will be this year.
0: Uh, well, you know they play a back three, so it looks like it's yeah. gonna be Koulibaly, Tiago Silva, and then it's gonna be probably uh what's my man's name, the young homie Chaloba. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe Chaloba or maybe Malang Sar for now.
3: Man, not yeah.
0: But yeah, we could, uh, since it's about to cut off, we can start now. And then at the next uh, joint, we could start with the Cristiano Ronaldo saga. Because, you know, oh, he's, <laughs> he still don't want to, nobody want him and he still don't want to stay. But enough about Chelsea's sketchy backline and organization. Uh, well, let me, one, one last chat before we did. <laughs> uh, Bowley, you know, he's been busy having a lot of dinners and he invited all the other 19 executives of the Premier League to a dinner after a meeting. And supposedly a lot of people are thankful for the gesture, but they won't be able to make it. Do y'all think he thinks these dinners are really where he can get a transfer done? Or I don't think he understands how it works in soccer.
1: Hey man, he must have watched one in time and think he can make some stuff <laughs> shake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's trying to move move like move like a Jerry Bus and uh Yeah sick. Yeah, have a dinner with the man my man's from Boston. Remember the scene and stuff, yeah. So yeah, with red R back, yeah, yeah, that's nasty. Yeah, so I
0: mean, yeah, he's been going to dinner with Barca
2: boys and coming back with
0: nothing but but doggy bags, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but big bills, that's all he's coming back with. Shit, putting it on a Chelsea credit card, that's why they can't buy nobody. <laughs>
1: uh, man.
0: hey, let's talk about some finer things in life, man. Cause this is champagne soccer the best soccer podcast in the world, even though we just started, we already the best. And you know who had the best goal of the 2022 so far? Alicia Russo, man. Y'all saw that back heel goal against Sweden and the women's European championship special. Gorgeous. A back, heel, a back heel nutmeg goal.
1: Yeah. The audacity to even try it. Spectacular. She's a true assassin. Um, you can make the argument the goalie was slight, but nah. out I mean, of get get that out of here, man. hurt. That the attempt was beautiful. Just, just yeah. to even, just to even fathom. Let me try this back heel. Euros yeah, to go I to agree. the final. Oh, I man. totally agree. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, I hope great everybody. Can to do. I think it was a great goal. Go ahead.
3: I'm sorry, man. Now I was I totally agree with you. And I think credit where credit is due. Great goal. Great, you know, <laughs> great skill, obviously, to get it through the goalie's hands like that. Yeah, Roley really could have been, maybe could have been better, but whatever. It is what it is. Those kind of things happen all the time, right? So yeah, man. I'm, I'm giving credit to the to the young lady. Yeah,
1: man. Marcus, you got any
0: thoughts on the goal?
2: Hey man, Shout out the the, the Miss Russo. That that was pretty epic. I'm not gonna lie; it, it gave me feels of, of my boy Bobby, Mister <laughs> Firmino. You mm-hmm, know, Mister Mister mm-hmm. Backhill himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, what made me what what I thought was really impressive on the goal. You see the motion right before she goes for it. They yeah. body her. Yeah. They body Shorty. Like I'm not gonna lie, they pretty physical in this female uh, <laughs> in the female soccer. So might have yeah. to check out that final though. But yeah, England,
0: Germany—they trying to bring it home again. Uh, <laughs> I Not think even maybe even the ahead. women will, maybe the win women will seal the deal before the men for sure.
3: I can yeah. see that too, absolutely. And shout out to the yeah, captain. So.
0: Uh, shout out to the captain of the England women, Leah Williamson, Arsenal legend. Salute. We know the truth. <laughs> But let's talk about a legend who doesn't want to be at his club anymore. With, that boy, Cristiano Ronaldo, man. What's up with your man? He finally showed up to, to preseason a week before the season started. How are you feeling
3: about him? I'm, I'm feeling he needs to go. I've been out on Cristiano. Look, we haven't talked about this, but I've been out on him since last year. He, <laughs> a game against Everton, he smacked a kid's phone out of his hand walking to the tunnel after the game was over with. I was done after that. I said, yeah, he can't be my man. He can't be my leader on the team no more. So I was already out on him for that. Yeah, I think his his true colors had already shown about how self-centered he really is. And yeah, he's great. Obviously, there's no doubt about it. You can still criticize a person as they are. And, and I think he's very narcissistic and, and very egotistical. I think he's, he needs it all about himself and, I'm happy for him to go. I think that what 10 Hogg is is I, I'm I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, man. I'm whatever he's building down there up there, man. Manchester, I should say, I'm all in. I'm ready for it. So I think somebody like Ronaldo or Cristiano, I should say, will be uh yeah, well deserve somewhere else. Like let somebody else have him. So yeah, man.
0: But uh the problem is nobody wants him. Chelsea said no thanks. Bayern said no thanks. Atletico Madrid, Madrid said no thanks. Yeah, they all, yeah, they all, it's sick. It's like, it's like going on Tinder and publicly announcing the girls you slid on Tinder for the, for the world to know. I don't understand
2: why they yelling like, hey, nah, we don't want him. He old. Hey, him and his genie mustache that he pulled up the training with, he used to go ahead and go link with his mom, Dukes. That's the best yeah. play for him. Uh, He's not. He said it was
0: fake news, Marcus. See, he he turned that down publicly. I'm not going there. (laughs) So I'm saying he's stuck, man. He didn't want to go to the Middle East because, hey, he's saying I want Champions League. I saw a rumor that United might try to sign him to a one year extension and then let him go on loan. Have y'all seen that,
3: that? I saw that rumor too. Yeah.
0: Would you be open to that idea?
3: letting him go on loan, if if, if we can get him out of the door, absolutely, he can go, I'm sorry, that's just me, I know a lot of people, you know, a lot of United fans are still, they love him, you know, people, some people blindly follow him, I can't, I can't anymore, I'm done with him, I I wish him the best, he's always going to be a legend, obviously, but yeah, he can go, loan, sell, buy him out, whatever you need to do, but get him out of here, I think, if you ask me.
0: How about you, Marcus? What would you do with Cristiano if he was at your club acting like this?
2: I mean, Byron need a striker, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I'm, uh, I'm going to call uh, Brazo, as, as my boy, as my boy Fali would say, and I'm going uh, to uh, get him up out of here.
0: <laughs> but I don't, that's the thing. I feel like, yeah, Cristiano would be a great player for them, but Cristiano wants to be fed. And I don't know if, Byron wants to put their whole attack in the hands of a 37 year old
3: that's you going on
0: 38.
3: Can I ask you something real quick, Dan? Yeah, go ahead, and, bro. Any anybody, obviously, like would y'all, if y'all was United, if y'all were like me, and felt like I did about wanting to really get rid of him, would y'all be willing to pay some of his salary to get him up out of here? Uh... would y'all do that kind of a deal, like pay? I don't know, forty percent of it,
1: Heck maybe
3: fifty yeah. percent of it. Exactly.
1: Yeah. He's gonna destroy y'all team, honestly.
3: Good,
1: yeah, nah, he's gonna destroy all this season. I'm Dude. like, I haven't really watched y'all as much as like I've watched y'all enough as a city supporter should, and um, y'all y'all look good as a cohesive team. That the matches that I've seen with Cristiano he does call for the ball. He's going to destroy y'all. Ten Hag, and Ten Hag, he looked like the type to set a statement and he will ride the bench I'm telling you to to let the club know like, yeah, he actually is not working. And, yeah, I agree. And yeah, nah, uh, I would get, I would, I would do that fast. Yeah. And me, I would
0: keep him bro, because he's still the best goal scorer on your team. Now, will I start him every match? No. He has to be willing to adapt to some of my philosophies but I'm gonna make sure to try to get the best out of him too because realistically at this point of the window who are you gonna sign that's gonna be able to be a consistent finisher on that level Anthony from Ajax he's a very good player he ain't a striker is that are you putting all your eggs in a Martial and Rashford basket so that's why I'm Probably like, eh. not, yeah, yeah. So
3: that's why I'm like, uh, Cristiano, yeah, but, but I, still, made I still
0: need
3: you, yeah. But you made a point though, you saying something like he's not going to want to sit on benches on big games, like on certain games, he's going to want to keep getting that goal scoring record up, he's going to want to continue to fight balloon door. Uh, so he's going he's gonna to fight for that kind of stuff, he's going to want to play every single game as much as possible, maybe not an EPL cup or something like that. I, he, I'm sure he'll be happy to sit that one out, but he's going to want to play some of his bigger games if he's to stay. I don't know how that's going to be a hard one to fight right there. And I, I'm, to me, like in my opinion, I'm willing to get rid of him for that fight right there. I, I'm not willing to have that fight win. He could but play big games in the Europa League, <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: but that's where the back end of the board has to be. In, yeah, well, but that's the thing. If If Ten Hag has to show his personality of benching Cristiano, then it has to be done. If that's, it's a standoff, Cristiano, nobody wants you right now. We're ready to play. We need you to win. You can help us go to the next level. We're not in the Champions League right now, but why can't we be there next season? So, hey, it all depends because right now, that's the thing too. The more the transfer window gets closer the less options he has like he has no realistic options right now unless like Marcus says Bayern says hey we'll take him now but I don't see that happening they just signed a young striker that's he's 20 he's a prospect but they paid good money for him and I think they feel comfortable with Mane Thomas Muller playing in a front two and then maybe rotating with Nabri, uh, Musiala, Sane. So I don't know if they feel like we need a striker. But uh, so not all of y'all would get rid of Cristiano. You was you guys would be willing to let him walk as a free agent.
1: Yeah, if he's not willing to uh, adapt to the new team philosophy, heck yeah. You know what I'm saying like that's. All them goals and stuff ain't worth it. I, in my head, I feel like with him not adapting, they'll only be get as high as fifth place. But if he adapts or if he leaves, they can actually fight for fourth and no higher, honestly. But they can scratch up there. But if he's not willing to change, it'd be better off without him. Uh, yeah. yeah, we can get goals yeah. with him. At the sake of what? Him not pressing, him not playing deep. Like him not, yeah, at the sake of what? No.
3: right and then also look at the we were going to talk about the I know we didn't get to it, but we, were, we were going to talk about those Uh, those. Uh, rules from Aston Villa, Villa and, and how they you know they, I'm sure team Hogg has some of the similar kind of rules Do you think that Cristiano Ronaldo is going to follow those rules to a T I don't think so I'm sorry he's not <laughs> <laughs> I heard one of the rules was you have to use the team chef you think somebody like Cristiano Ronaldo is never going to use his personal chef man come on please yeah, like but it. that. I mean, yeah,
0: but that's you know that's Ashton Villa, so you know they don't <laughs> they don't have the budget that some players at United has. I don't know if that's their like. All right, so let's go through some of them real quick. Not all of them, but like you get him fined a hundred pounds for no flip flops in the shower. Uh, I guess there was some nasty boys around. Yeah, it's just uh, nasty. <laughs> uh, Being late to a meeting, 200 pounds a minute, late for a coach, 200 pounds a minute, late for a meeting, a walk or coach on match day, 1,000 pounds, you forget your GPS for training, 100 pounds, late for training, 500 pounds, huh? Forgetting cakes on birthday, $50, 50 pounds a day, huh? (laughs) Wrong attire on match day, 100 pounds an item. Hey, man, good luck. Who's Ashton Villa's coach again?
2: Is Whose men's is
0: that? It's Stevie G, it's right? Stevie G.
3: It's Stevie, G. It's
2: Stevie G. Oh, that's my dog.
0: Yeah, but I mean, uh, he don't know about uh, winning league titles. Is this the formula? Hey,
2: man, he might,
1: he
0: might.
2: Hey, look, he know how to get a Champions League, though.
0: That's
1: and, true. Yeah. I hey, it. Hey, hey,
0: and it comes full circle. <laughs> Shout out to Anthony's big homie AC Milan for choking in that final.
3: Mm. <laughs> mm. That's one of the first uh, finals I've watched. Actually, one of the Word. first Champions League finals I have
0: watched. Yep. Two thousand five. Istanbul.
3: Yeah, you hey, yes, you didn't touch. because I was on uh, uh, AC Milan, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, he was. Yep. I will so do this old sick move in the midfield. Anyway, sorry. Sorry to cut you
2: off. Hey, Dan, you didn't touch on the, the, the hottest one I thought. It says, if you sent, if you are sent off, you have to take the team for a meal within four weeks of the red card. <laughs> <laughs> hey.
0: What if
3: you're a
2: yeah. first, pre- <laughs> uh, first <real> appearance? <laughs> at,
0: least, hey, at least they get paid
3: every week. Uh, they get paid guaranteed every week, too. Right. <laughs> so they're good. Hey,
0: man. Hey, it, Hey, but that's the thing though. That's the beauty of it. He said he'd take them to a meal. You don't have, hey, yeah. we don't have to go to design. I'm gonna take y'all to Nando's, my G. <laughs> I'll give hey, get a couple of drumsticks and some fries, my G. Bless up.
2: Hey, hey. shout out to the Tesco, man. Help me down. Yeah,
0: yeah, so hey, I don't think you gotta go to the fancy restaurants. I think you just gotta get something that's gonna feed the hood, but hey good luck to them. But uh, what do y'all think about, as we come to the end of the episode, what do y'all think about these transfer sagas? We see there's a couple out there. We can talk about Anthony. Who, he mentioned Cucarella. We already mentioned Werner and how he might be leaving. Are, is there any player that you would want your team to sign? I know uh, Klopp said recently that Liverpool is finished, um, Anthony already mentioned Cucurella. Uh United is looking for De Jong, but outside of those guys, is there a player or a role that, a position that you guys think your team needs to try to improve before the window closes and the season starts? Why don't you go ahead first, Marcus?
3: I was about
2: to say I'll go first since my team pretty much uh, wiped their hands with the transfer window, it (laughs) seems like. I mean, honestly, I would rather – I mean, I would want a backup for Fabinho and a better backup than Adrian. Well, Keller, Kellerham supposedly working on his uh, passport, some type of situation with that. But if he can't get over, I, I would like a backup because every other season, Allison gets hurt. At least for a month. So it's like if you know that's gonna happen, he already don't got hurt in the preseason. Go ahead and get somebody in because that carrier's move was trash. And and Fab playing too many minutes. So I mean, we got we got young boys that have been playing in the preseason, but I would I would rather uh back up for Fab. I mean, it's a it's a odd position to play, to be, you know, what I mean that that cushion behind the uh behind the front three and also that 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 cushion right before. The, the back. So, I mean, I don't know. Those are the, the two for me. Okay. Ephraim, how about you, man?
3: I'm going to go striker because we, as we briefly mentioned about Cristiano Ronaldo, Ronaldo and whether or not he's going to stay. I think that's one of the biggest, to me, you know, needs, uh, if, especially if he's not going to be around, uh, is to get somebody up in that front uh, three. um Martial, he's he looked great. Obviously, he's looked really good this preseason. At the same time, it's, you mentioned it before, Dan, is it somebody we can trust? Can we, can we really rely on him and Rashford to be, uh, you know, the leading force uh, in our attack? I, I don't know. I would love to think so. I would love to see them be the ones that thrive. But, um, you know, we can get somebody, maybe even somebody young. You know, it doesn't have to, have to be anybody that's uh, proven yet. Maybe somebody, another, they've been mentioning uh, this young kid, Um. Okay, his name escapes me right now. Uh, Benjamin Sesko from uh, Salzburg. In fact, I okay. think <laughs> he scored against Liverpool today. I can't remember. I want to say he did. Um, uh, so anyway, um, yeah, so anyway, that's what I think we need is some, uh, as a striker of some sort. Uh,
0: all right. For Arsenal, I think we need, uh feel like we need two more players. We need another central midfielder, a left eight, that will give us options because granted Shaka he's a solid player but I don't think he is a certified starter anymore especially in the style of play that Arteta is trying to incorporate I feel like he should probably be realistically in a perfect world he should be Partey's backup at the number six but that's why the dream sign would be Milankovic Savage, but I don't I know that's not happening. Uh, what's it called? Lazio's asking for too much money, but I think we need one more midfielder. Is it Tillemans? I don't know. They're saying he still wants to come. He's a decent player, but I don't think he's good enough for what we need to try to become a Champions League team. And I think we need a winger because I was excited by the, you know, the way that they were trying to get Rafinha. Obviously, it didn't happen. He only wanted to play for Barcelona. That's his dream club. And it happened for him. Good luck. But we still need another attacking option because last year we missed out on the Champions League due to injuries to key players and a lack of goals. Gabriel Jesus will certainly help with that. But we still need another, another forward that has... The finishing ability like Saka very good player he I think he has the potential to be world class one day Uh Martinelli the same thing those guys got a lot of talent they youngsters already national team players but we need another we need another gunman in the front line so that's what I would say but hey man the season starts next week Arsenal Crystal Palace also Are you guys excited for all or nothing? Arsenal, Amazon starts next Thursday, August 4th. Y'all looking forward to seeing my team look sick?
3: I'm looking forward to seeing them say, let's cut this uh, stuff off halfway through because we don't want to see anymore. But yeah, (laughs) other than that, we're good.
0: (laughs) Uh, Man, I can't wait to see Aubameyang's movement because you know him. He's going to show you a janky captain. You talking about that fines? That's a that's a life. Coming to practice Jumping late, to games club. late.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, hey, yeah. Uh, I'm actually gonna be busy uh, watching City's documentary on their app, City Plus, called Champions Again. So mm-hmm. I won't be watching the Arsenal one, man. I, I apologize. Oh, uh,
0: don't worry. You guys join is only about what a thirty minute joint. About <laughs> s- same domestic trophies you always win. The Arsenal documentary. so a 10-part series. Okay. So you can you can take your time and watch that while you're using the bathroom. And then when you're ready to <laughs> to watch some adult stuff, you can come and watch the Arsenal documentary.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, all right, man. Hey, thanks for pulling up. Hey, next week we got our season preview. We're gonna give predictions on top six relegation battles. Who we think are gonna win Champions League, uh Europa League, maybe even conference league, because some one of us might be down there, Ephraim. I don't know. I hope it's not us, but I can something nasty might happen.
3: You ain't lying, man. <laughs> I, can, I can see it too. I can see it too. I mean, we <laughs> backed in this year, let's be honest. Man, we we didn't win ourselves into the into the sixth place. We we lucked out and, and backed into the sixth place this year. So
0: Yeah, West Ham choked.
3: Yeah, they did.
0: All right, man. Hey, champagne soccer, keep life bubbly like it is on the pitch. Shout out to two left feet. We'll be there next week. We got to give y'all the update on what happens with that. What's your
1: prediction, Anthony? Before we go, uh, I actually just got an update next week's a bye week, so oh, yeah, it just got to stay in form and. Are you- they updated. They updated the table to reflect the proper goal st- goal differential.
0: So y'all are fourth place.
1: We're fourth place now. So, so. you
0: gotta play the best. Oh y'all gotta play Chelsea FCR. Yeah. As well, maybe. yeah. Yeah. So
1: the by. Yeah, I'm. Gonna my- be, I'm, a, I'm gonna be training, man. Hey, I'm getting my mind right. You, know you better
0: call your teammates and have a practice, bro.
1: Yeah, we gonna get, we gonna figure it out. But it's. <laughs> We got time, you know what I'm saying? Champ- we're gonna champagne it up, we're gonna put the champagne in the freezer, man. Put it on ice
3: for sure. European soccer starts too, so there's gonna be some good hype for you too to get you know, getting in the move for your game the week after. So for sure, but hey, all right. it's the end
0: of the episode. Champagne soccer, we'll be back next week. Y'all stay cool, peace.